Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola Podcast. I am your host and podcast commander for this episode, 130, not too dirty. I'm Joseph Martin, and I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Anna Bernarski, social media trash queen. Hi, I'm Diana Gray, really lazy editor. What did you mean by not too dirty? <laughs> I mean... I mean it's pretty hard for a podcast to be dirty, right? I mean, like, yeah. is, like yeah. obviously, obviously, <laughs> where, first of all, this is a G-rated podcast. Oh. Um, it's not. Fair. But it's I meant not. more in, like, it you really can't get dirt on it, right? Like, I you mean, can't, like, it's not dirty. It's it's clean. It's it's nice audio. I spend a lot of time cleaning up all the audio. That's true. So it also rhymes with 30. What else rhymes with... Th- okay, you have three seconds, Diana. Rhyme with 30. Oh, God, that's too much three, pressure. Flirty. Two, one. I said Diana. So, Anna, you did a good job. Anna wins. But, yeah, but, I win. Uh, you say, oh, it's a lot of pressure. You think... You don't think... Being the introduction to a podcast month after month for, like, four years is a lot of pressure, Diana? I'm just not going to respond to this. I feel like I'm being attacked. <laughs> you attacked me Isn't with this that dirty how, like, the last podcast the three of us were on went? Like, it was just the two of you fighting each other? It, it, well, well, I don't think that was the last one that we were on together, but it was definitely no, one of them. It wasn't the one that was literally named it, Fight podcast, me? I think, 109. Yeah. Diana. yeah. Look, I didn't want to do this again. <laughs> you started okay. it well, well then we'll change the topic we'll change the topic all right it's time for video game news has anybody heard any cool video game news aside from the fact that of course every time i schedule a podcast it's like oh then the day after we record a podcast yeah. is gonna be a big announcement there's gonna be a big pokemon thing tomorrow yes there is i don't it seems kind of likely there's gonna be at least talking about the new like, the new mainstream games that won't be released until, like, at least next holiday season. But, uh, hmm. we we don't, we can't watch it yet. It comes out in, like, 12 hours or something. So, if it's, if there's something particularly interesting that I feel like you'll need to know in terms of news, I will put it right here. Hey everyone, it's Joseph from the future, and it turns out, yeah, there was new Pokemon games. They're Pokemon Sword and Shield. They take place in the Galar region, which people are saying is the United Kingdom, Scotland. There's a lot of Scotland memes going around. You should check those out. They also released the three new Pokemon, Grookey, the grass-type chimp-monkey-type thing, Score Bunny, uh, fire-type rabbit that's hopefully not going to end up fighting type like a lot of others and then sobble which is a water lizard chameleon that can do watery camouflage thing uh if you're curious diana is as far as i can tell yet undecided on uh, her favorite starter anna is a fan of score bunny and i am particularly fond of sobble though i usually like water type so that's not much of a surprise back to the present and then it, that would that was future joseph talking about uh, Pokemon, <laughs> if there's something like crazy happening. Thanks, future Joseph. So, Thanks for that hot take from the future. <laughs> the newest uh, trailer for Detective Pikachu came out today, and Pikachu said a swear. <gasps> he he did a say swear. a swear. And that was like, a, I swear a lot, but that was like a gut punch. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> 
No, yeah, that was, I don't know if I'm, like, really excited for this movie. I'm excited for, at the very least, no matter what, I'm excited for the idea of this movie. Yeah, Yeah, I'm excited for this movie to exist. It may be really bad. Like, I don't know. But it's weird enough that it'll be, like, worth it, even if it's really bad. I think it looks great so far. Yeah. I just don't know how they're going to make a movie out of their premise is the thing i think i also i think i said this earlier but i love like the whole thesis of this movie like counts on no one having actually played the detective pikachu video yeah game and which i haven't the so i have not i wanted to but then no I never one did. did we talked about it yeah i thought so but no one actually played the video game <laughs> so i guess it'll work who knows sure. but yeah it's the the pokemon are interesting. I like how they have a spread. Like, they definitely hit some of, like, you see Bulbasaur's and Squirtle's and Charizard's and Pikachu and Jigglypuff's and all that. Yep. But the, you also have some, like, some, like, later hits. Like, there was Golurk. Like, Ipom was yeah. in the most recent one. And there have been, there've been some, oh, Greninja's are featured heavily. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a group yep. of Greninja's that are, like, very plot relevant. That'd be um, cool. Yeah. I was so just um, floored by the swear that I didn't remember anything else. <laughs> but yeah also Deponia is coming out for the Switch in March oh it is? yeah March 23rd I believe is the release date the the just the first one or like I a believe collection? it's just the first one so far I know and also um, Deponia Doomsday is coming out for the PS4 soon do you think the Switch version will have touch controls? That's like a the functionality? great question the, the Nintendo Switch though it is not always commonly known does it have a touch screen? Yeah. That screen is a touch screen. I didn't know that for like a month. <laughs> no, I found that out immediately. Because you never needed it. Like, I didn't need it for Mario Odyssey. I kind of hope it does, but I'm pretty sure... Because I have another point-and-click game on my Switch, and it's 2064, and I don't believe it is touch screen. So part of me feels have like it will not. I have. Have you tried, though? I could be wrong. I'm about to... I'm, I'm literally <laughs> opening the game right now to check. I don't understand why thinking, oh, let me try poking this screen, is so unintuitive, especially after the DS existed for so long. Yeah. And the Wii U gamepad. Yeah. But no one thinks, and including myself, no one thinks automatically to, like, touch the screen. It's such a strange well, I mean, thing I think to it's not those, think about. Like touching the screen was like the premise of the like most games on those systems, and the Switch you can't really say that except for maybe the world ends with you. Yeah, you can't have a game that rely like you can have a game that includes touch functionality, but you can't have a game that relies on it because then you can't play it in docked mode. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's why most people wouldn't think of it. I didn't know it was a touchscreen until I started playing The World Ends With You. And someone's like, are you using touch controls? And I was like, what are touch controls? Like, <laughs> then I learned. Explain to me this touch. Touch control. Ta- what ta- ta- is Talcaha? Talcaha? I had to type in my password and email for my Nintendo account. So I was like, immediately just like, can I type this instead? Because I don't want to go around. Because I have a long last name, guys. <laughs> and my email is, like, mostly my last name. <laughs> also, uh, speaking of things that are coming to Switch, uh, To The Moon is coming to Switch as well. Oh, yeah! They made a little teaser trailer for it today, and it's really cute. It makes me happy. 2064 I- is not touchscreen. 
Jesus did you just Christ. check? Yes, I did. All right. The scientific process. You're welcome. Uh, Diana, has there been any, since you're our go-to for this, has there been any uh, new adventures in legal video games? Or illegal video games? Legal, <laughs> legal or illegal? Uh, not that I've seen. I haven't seen any updates on the Telltale situation. For I mean, that was filed a while ago, so there should be updates, but maybe they're just not public yet. The Riot Games suit, I'm not sure what's happening with either. I just know that it exists. I haven't seen any updates, no, but I'll keep an eye out. Usually, like, Kotaku is my go-to for that, and they haven't been saying anything, so... I got nothing, I'm sorry. I'm really surprised we haven't heard anything more about Telltale since a few months ago. Like, yeah, it doesn't look update. like there's been any news in it at all since September, which I think was the last time I was on the podcast. <laughs> So that, yeah, no, all these articles are from September, October. It doesn't look like anything's happened. I can't believe we decided to record a podcast before all the news happened. <laughs> I know. Right? Well, and then, well, I mean, I don't know if y'all heard about the Fortnite lawsuits, but. Oh, no. That's, the dancing I, ones? The dancing ones, yeah. What? Yeah, there was a whole bunch of stuff. The, the basic gist, as I recall, is that Fortnite includes some dancing emotes, like you press a button and your character will do the dance in the game, um, that you can purchase, I believe, and maybe also win. I don't play Fort. I don't play the I, Fortnite. I think it's for purchase, based on the articles that I read, but I also don't play Fortnite, um, so I don't you know. You definitely can purchase it. I just don't know if it's the kind of thing where you can also, like... Like an Overwatch, like you could get loot boxes just from playing the yeah. game, and you would get stuff like that. I so think I the whole point works. is that you can only purchase them. I think that's why they're mad. Um, but I'm not. Again, I'm I'm not sure. They're based off of popular dances, and some of those popular dances are tied to very specific people. Oh. And so people have been like, "You're selling our dances if you made it." And then like the whole idea of like how our dances copyrighted written. Um, Answer: They're um, not. <laughs> it's it's confusing. Like you have to you have to have like it has to be like long enough of a series of motions. Yeah, it has to be like a full like choreography. Like ballets are copyrighted, but like I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out there like the one there's the the floss. Yeah, the floss dance. That's one of them with the kid with a backpack. I'm sorry, kid. That dance already existed. It, it did. I don't His understand people. Dumb, and that's not going anywhere. The ones yeah, that are actually like, is uh, Carlton, the Carlton That dance. one makes sense, because that was, like, part of his brand. And, and I can one more. see where there's a question about it. But the flossing, that was already a dance! Yeah, those already he didn't dance. make it up! My coworker does the that Carlton, and then there was one more, and they already ruled on the other guys, and I forget, I can't remember right now who it is, but they ruled that they dismissed the case, because you can't copyright a dance. If he files a, uh, write a publicity claim instead then that might go somewhere because that's um a claim that says you can't use my image or anything associated with me because it will look like i'm endorsing this product when i'm not so that's the claim i think they should have filed but we'll see and i don't think anything has happened with the carlton one yet it's possible they'll rule differently but i doubt it because it's in the same court uh so that's the latest update I have on that, and that's all the lawsuits I can think of at the moment, unless anyone has any other ones. It's an interesting issue, and I wasn't sure how the court would rule on, especially with the Carlton, because it's so well-known and popular, but mm -hmm. it looks like they're going to stick And, like, with... a, 
a long series of dance steps too like it's not just like one move yeah it looks like they're gonna stick with that definition which is probably for the best but it does let Fortnite do stuff like this, which it should probably not. And I want to know how much this guys, lawsuit cost them. Just to just to bounce off of that, have you guys heard about? It's not. It's uh What's it? I always get it confused with Anthem from the name. It's not Anthem. Apex Legends. It's Apex, Apex Legends. I have. I know nothing about it. I just know that it's supposed to be new Fortnite. Cam like, really likes it, and that's all I know. It's. I mean. That's, I mean, just pay attention to that, I guess, because it seems like, I mean, like, Fortnite's very cartoony, mm-hmm. like, in its style. This seems a lot more like, I don't know, less cartoony is, so, the, is the thing. Imagine there's a scale, and at one end is PUBG, the other end is Fortnite. Would that be, like, the middle or closer to PUBG? It's definitely closer to PUBG. It's like PUBG, but it looks, like, PUBG, like, looks like an unfinished game. It does. It really does. Um, it does, yes. This looks like a finished product. Um, and they have stuff like teleporting. There's a bunch of mechanics and stuff. And, like, I think one of the things people like about it is that there's a lot of, like, built-in information so that you don't have to get on mic to coordinate with teammates. Hmm. Like, they have a lot of built-in functionality for that. Hmm. So I'd, I'd keep an eye on it. Interesting. But it's not Anthem. It's not. One of those two was a Snapchat filter, and I was like, what are you? What do you mean was a Snapchat filter? It, 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 um, okay, so, it, like, while I was scrolling through, because sometimes I like to send things with filters, it just had the word Anthem or Apex, and I don't remember which one it was, but I feel like maybe it was Anthem. Hmm. But it said it at the bottom of the screen, I'm like, I don't know what this is, so I kept scrolling. <laughs> Interesting. You didn't try it? No. Oh, was that the one we were talking about last time? Anthem was the one we were talking about last time, with okay. everybody in robot suits. Okay. Yeah, no, that's the one that was... I think that's the one then. No, I didn't try it <laughs> with its uh, weird schedule of who can play what when. Do y'all just want to talk about Tetris for half an hour? Yeah, let's sure. do it. Okay, because we were kind of talking about this before. Um, Tetris, if you didn't know, on Nintendo Switch, they released Tetris 99, Fortnite Tetris, <laughs> um, which is actually the better, the sequel to Fortnite. It is. And... It's Tetris 99. You play Tetris against 90, against 98 other people. And whoever's the last person standing wins. If you ever played like Puyo Puyo Tetris or Tetris Friends, um, it's like the mechanics of like how you fight, quote unquote, other people is the same. But it's, you can use it with Nintendo Switch Online and you can play Tetris and we've all <laughs> been playing a lot of it, I feel like. We yeah. I am currently I playing it now. Um, my best score is second place. Anna's is fifth, and Diana's is ninth. I think. Yeah. Last time I checked, I don't remember. Uh, it may have been actually. You know, it may be higher now. I may have. So here's my question. I had some good games the other night. Before Tetris ninety nine, how would you describe your Tetris experience? <laughs> I'm pretty good at Tetris. I like to think. I think uh, playing this definitely helps. I did not have much experience with Tetris. I've played a couple games here and there, but I didn't, like, regularly play it ever because I never had it. Also, I just checked. My highest score is sixth. I lied. It was, you were looking at it upside down. Yeah, definitely. When I first got, like, a Game Boy, like a Cinderblock Game Boy, mm-hmm. back in, like... I mean, it was the Game Boy Advance was out at the time. It was, like, a hand-me-down from, like, a family friend. It must have been, like, 2001 or 2002. It had three games... Uh, one was Chess Master, which was impossible. <laughs> uh, the other, 
but the second was this basketball game that was terrible. Mm -hmm. It was just like you stood at the edge and pressed a button and sometimes your player would shoot the ball into the hoop. And it was just kind of random. That sounds like a lot of like old NES games though. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the third one was Tetris and I still have that one. I've lost, I lost the basketball one, probably almost, almost certainly on purpose. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I have the chess master and Tetris and I've been playing, I played a bunch of the Tetris. Like it was just sometimes like when you get home and it's been a long day and you don't want to like, you want to play a game, but you don't want to be committed to anything for a long yes. time. You just play Tetris, because, like, a game of Tetris lasts, like, a few minutes. Yeah. So, I've been doing that, and then Tetris 99 came out, and I was like, well, time to get serious. <laughs> That's what I said, too, and then I found out I really suck at Tetris. So... I wish you could... I wish you could do, like... I wish you could duo Q and, like, triple Q. If, on the stream... If you were watching the stream that happened a little while back with that Anna and I did, mm-hmm. there was... We we tried playing at the same time to see if we could get in each other's yeah. games. And we managed to do it a couple times. I think that's a feature they've gotta add. They have to know that everyone wants that, right? Because I've I've done the same thing with um with Nintendo Capri Sun when we hung out on Discord. Like we try and get into games together. And we've done it a couple times. I've we've actually done it more than I expected uh to get in. We've gotten in like four or five together. But that's because yeah, we count like very two. carefully and push the button at the same time. Yeah, that's what we did. Cam and I did that. We were in but the same fun, room. And I, I think they have to know that people are gonna want that. Because yeah. you can't just have a game like this and not want to play with your friends. There's, It's fun playing with random people that you'll never see again. But at the same time, you kind of want to like show off to your friends. Or in my case, lose to everyone that comes into my path. And I mean, I think they have to know. Plus, if you look at the stats screen, it says like stats, like all. And then Tetris 99 is a separate thing. So I think they're going to add more stuff. There's got to be other modes, because how is there two, like, all and Tetris 99 are the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to add no something else. Stats. They're going to keep adding to it, I think. They must be intending to do that, because it doesn't make any sense otherwise. I mean, <laughs> but, I think it's uh, great. One of the things this th- this game adds is, uh, in addition to, like, you know, you, you, you complete lines and that sends, like, garbage over to your opponent's side that they, they have to deal with and clear... Um, when you KO people, when I guess when you're responsible for knocking them out, you get badges, and that makes your attacks more powerful. So, like, if you clear four lines, you'll send five lines over to another person. Mm-hmm. If that you if you twenty five, and then, but if you get like a hundred percent, then like every four lines is eight lines for another person, and that's ridiculous. It sucks. There's also, it's there's also times when you like start the game. And, like, it get, you can pick who you select. Either you can individually select someone or you can pick, like, random, uh, whoever's closest to a KO to, like, to like dying, whoever's attacking you, and whoever has the most badges. And there are times where you'll start and it'll just, it'll do, like, it's there's this little beep sound that happens when you get, like, targeted. And you'll just hear, like, ba-beep! And then there's just ten lines. Yeah, yeah that's coming on Like, every time. Oh, and then you start, and then all of a sudden, you've got this gray bar of, like, incoming junk that's, like, through the possible lines that you could have on your screen. And it's like, and you're just what? like, I guess I lose this one. Hello, darkness, mom. But it's fun. We like it. 
I'm actually doing really well right now, by the way. <laughs> All right, quick poll. What's your favorite Tetris piece? Go. <laughs> um, you know, I don't have a straight one. line. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a T, I'm a T piece guy myself. Uh, I like doing T spins. That's because because I've just recently learned how to do. Them. Oh, I, I can't makes... figure out. I, I, I looked up how to, I have an opening that I do every single time that lets me set up a T-spin. Oh, I need to learn how to, I need to learn how to actually play. Like. Okay, this is what you do. You take, okay, you got, um. Tetris tips you, with joke. Yeah, here you go. Okay. You take the, uh, what is it? The, is the L and J pieces, right? Yeah. Uh, the blue and orange ones. So if you do one of those a square and which i think is called an o piece uh-huh. an o piece and then the the complement that's like a that's like a 3 by 3 yep. or a 3 by yeah. 4 i can see it and then next to that you put uh, uh an i piece okay right? and then on the other side what you can do with the two z pieces i don't know what they're s and z i yeah, think maybe yeah th- those ones um you put you put the first one down long ways so that there's the outline of three spaces to its side and then like the top of it is slightly going over that third space right so like say you're looking from the left there's three blank spaces there and above that third blank space is the top of your z or s piece okay i think i got it and next to that one you put the the complement of the ZRS piece up vertically into the spot that fits there. Okay. And that's how I start pretty much every match if the pieces come out in the right order. Because the way that the random pieces work is is that you get one, like the first seven pieces are always going to contain one of each of the pieces. Hmm, okay. I get it. And then when you get to your next bag, you get like another bag of the seven pieces in a certain order after that. So the most uh, that you can get in a row of a piece is two. Yeah. And the longest you can have to wait for a piece, I think, is 13, which is a lot. That is a lot. And then what you do is you set up that little thing, and then you leave a two-wide space there, and you just stack the other side to the heavens until you either start getting attacked a bunch or until there's, like, no space left, in which case... You you just start firing off uh, lines at people. See, this is what that's the part that I can't do. I can't let something stack up too much because it stresses me out. You just have to be really careful about it and make sure you're watching how many like things you're getting, like how much garbage you're getting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it really helps if you have something high up. It really does help if you have something high up for when you do get a lot of. Yeah. Really I've terrible, noticed that terrible things from the happening. times that I've, like, messed up. Oh, yeah, like, right now, for me, because somebody oh. just sent me so many, so many awful, Yeah, awful the things. most dangerous thing is to do pyramid. If you do a pyramid, you're gonna die. Yeah. Right? If you have, if you have, like, things stacked in the middle, and then it, like, goes off either side. First of all, you're gonna end up in a situation where you're gonna need two line pieces to actually clear a line. <laughs> Second of all... The game, like, you can have things stacked, like, really high along the sides as long as the middle is open. So, because it's, it's when the middle is is covered that you that you lose the game. Yeah, that's, I've noticed that. I have learned that the hard way several times. 
Now, the one thing that I haven't learned how to do is four wide, which is apparently a very powerful strategy, where you leave four spaces in the middle or to the side, and then fill it in like that. I, I'm not. Good I at actually that. have I do, done that a couple times. I do two wide most of the time, because pretty much every piece can be used in two wide, except the eye piece. Or you, a lot of time, what happens with the two wide is that if you get an eye piece, you can use it, but then you can't. Get another one without using another eyepiece. It'll it'll mess things up. Mm, makes sense. But I've been playing a lot of this video game, Tetris 99. <laughs> I still haven't gotten a one, and I'm really upset. I've gotten two twice, three a bunch, and I'm really upset. I swear, I think I got... About this. Well, now apparently my highest is six, and I don't remember when I got that. But I got, like, ninth the first day that I got Tetris, and I just couldn't repeat it. Like, I never had that good of luck again, and then the other night when I was playing, I got, like, sixth, and I was like, how did this happen? I don't know. When we were streaming, I think the first game I played, I got third, and then I, I, it took forever before I got even close. I don't remember if I got second at all while we were playing, but it was that, yeah, that happens a lot, where your first game is, like, amazing, and then you psych yourself out for the rest of the Yeah. Time. Yep. Have you ever been the first person to lose? No. Yes, that is but my only because I quit immediately because somebody was talking to me or I messed up something very badly and was like, well, there's no coming back. I think there was there was definitely one time, every once in a while, I'll fly too close to the sun and I'll be like stacking my pieces up to, because I want to like have a whole bunch of like, you know, pieces on the two wide side. And then like, it'll just go up and then like all of a sudden I'll get three lines and it'll just push me right over the edge. And I was like, oh, I was about to get like a million lines, but oops. <laughs> oh, well, I have been like 97th or something before, but never, I don't think I've ever been 99th, which is my one like, hey, maybe I'm not so bad at this. I've definitely been the first, I've gotten like 98th. I don't know if I've ever gotten 99th because I think in almost every game, somebody quits like, right at the beginning. Yeah, that's true. So, like, I've definitely gotten 98th, and there's been no one under me. Um, Like, times where I've quit. What I really think Tetris 99 should have had is, like, a distribution of your wins. So, like, of your places. To get, a sp like, a bar graph of, like, how well you do. Mm. Oh, yeah. That would be nice. Then again, I would be really sad when I was looking at it, because I'm terrible. <laughs> so... I would get to see how bad I was. and then, But then it would be funny because you could probably look at it and be like, wow, I've never gotten 26th before. <laughs> now I want to. Like now I got No, you get to like, you see like you're 26th out of 99 and you're just like, well, I've got to. Uh, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Nope the heck out of this game. Oh boy. That game it's is a good just... game. I'm glad they made it. I'm glad it exists. Yeah, me too. Oh my god. And I mentioned this on the stream, too. It reminds me a lot of Tetris Battle, which is something I played a lot in, like, very short bursts of time. But I played it a lot in those short bursts of time. And that's, like, it was on Facebook at first, and then nobody played it on Facebook for a long time. And then I had to go to, like, the Tetris website and be like, can I play? Can I play? Tetris.com. Tetris.com. No, yeah. Tetris.Ketris. <laughs> so much Tetris. I, I played it a lot, especially, like, maybe three years ago. But there you would only fight, like, six people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was only six people at most. And was that the one where, like, um, instead of, like, losing when you lost, like, it counted how many times you KO'd people or something? Yes. 
and then whoever won was the person. So, like, you all played for the full time. Mm-hmm. Um, until you lost. Like, until you, like, really lost. Yeah. Huh. That is so the interesting. games were, like, you played a bunch of quick games. I think even the screen, from what I saw, because I did, look, when I was looking into some Tetris stuff, to get good at Tetris, because I <laughs> want that number one spot, dang it! Um, I, I saw some clips of that, of, I think, that game. And I think I think even like the board was like scrunched down a bit so that the games would go faster. Yeah, because it would go on forever if it was my spares. But it, I really do like this a lot. I feel like it's gonna happen again though, where I play it and I play it a lot in a very short burst of time, and then don't play it for four years. As soon as I get a first place, I think I'm not gonna play it again for like a week. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I saw someone tweet about. I that. did it. I'm just so close. I've gotten second. It'd be one thing if I were, like, always getting 10th or something, right? And it's like, oh, there's no way. Wow. Shots freaking fired. I mean, at this point. I'm not saying if you're... Because, like, I've been I've been playing it, like, pretty much every day. Okay. Like, I've missed That's a fair. I definitely days. have not been. At that point, you think that you should be getting, like... You should be getting above 10 sometimes. Maybe not super frequently, but... Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it feels, it's just so tantalizingly close, but I can't, I can't seal the deal. We need to talk about something else. I'm getting really frustrated. <laughs> so I have a question. <laughs> Anna, what's your question? That's not about Tetris. It is not about Tetris. So. Okay. Um, do you guys ever feel like there are certain times of the year where you want to play certain kinds of games or a certain game? Like there are games where you have like a certain you have a certain feeling and a certain season where you, like, kind of feel like, yeah, I want to play that game again. Anna, may I introduce you to a little game called Super Mario Summertime? <laughs> Super Mario Sunshine, I play through that game, I think, every other summer. Yeah. I will I will play it. And every single time I remember, wow, the beginning of this game is really good. And the end of this game is the worst. Oh, <laughs> Well, it's like completing Super Mario Sunshine is not fun. Collecting all of those blue coins, bleh. Um, and like a lot of the later levels, you can tell that like the mechanics that they add in for like their extra final shines, like they didn't test. I think the most egregious one is at this one level. Um, it's the one with the giant palm tree in the middle and like the bridge that you go across to get to that spot. You know that level? Nope, I never played Super Mario Sunshine. Well, I feel the fool. Anyway, there's these, the they're these like, you know the dan, you know those things where you like blow on a dandelion and they go flying everywhere. Yes. So like, there's a bunch of giant things of those just floating around, and if you grab onto one and are like holding onto it for like longer than like ten seconds, you'll go on a journey and it'll just break everything. Like one time, it just took me into inside the level, and then I let go, and it was like, uh, you're in the level, you can't exist here, you're dead now. Oh, you're dead now. That was fun. So, but uh, if you so if you ha- don't know Super Mario Sunshine, it was the one that came after Super Mario sixty four, which was like the first three D Mario. Uh, you have a water jetpack, and you go to the Isle Delfino on a summer vacation. Except, oh no, there's an evil Mario, and he's doing a graffiti on everything. Oh no! That's it. That's the game. <laughs> and then you have to clean up all the graffiti with your water jetpack. But it's very summery, right? Because you're on, like, an, yeah. a tropical island. Yeah. And you go to all of these different, like, tropical-themed locales. I think it's interesting. The first Mario 64 didn't really have a cohesive theme. 
because it was just like it's a 3D game, guys. Yeah, Run around. Yeah, look at it. It's super cool. We can look do all, at all these things. these 3D things we can do. Mario Sunshine was very themed around summertime fun. Mario Galaxy was space, which was like a theme, but also like not a really hard theme. You could still do a lot with just the little planets everywhere. And then Mario Odyssey was tourism, <laughs> which is a very esoteric, but still a theme. But Mario Sunshine had the most overt theme. I would say. Fair. Dan, did you play Mario Sunshine? I did not, but I have seen several playthroughs of it, uh, and I like it. I just never, I didn't have a GameCube, so I never played it, but I like it. It seems fun. I feel like we're get, we're like in the middle of like the GameCube, like remembrance, nostalgia period. Where like I would say that that's like, true. Oh, remember those cool yeah. GameCube games? Because when I first got on the internet, Everyone was all about that Nintendo 64. Yeah. Everyone was like, the Nintendo 64 is the best thing that ever existed. It's what all video games should be. Super Mario 64, Ocarina of Time are the best video games that ever existed. Yeah. That's that's the internet that I, that I like came on to when I started getting into like seeing what people were saying about video games on the internet. We're, now it's definitely moved into GameCube because you get like... I mean, you got, like, Wind Waker HD. Yep. I felt, I felt like there were more examples. <laughs> oh, Metroid, Metroid, I mean, like, Metroid Prime was, like, also on the Wii, but, like, Metroid Prime was, like, a very GameCube thing, and now with the return of Metroid Prime 4, I feel like that's also, like, working on, like, you know, people who played the GameCube. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we have a lot of Wii nostalgia yet, even though I think we're going to be getting there, because the Wii is getting old. <laughs> It it is. Is. Oh my it's god, it is. Uncomfortable. Oh no. Guys are old enough to feel old. That's not okay. Okay, don't think about, don't think about, like, math. <laughs> How long ago does it feel like 2006 was? It definitely does feel like over 10 years. I don't know, it feels, I, I still feel like the Wii came out like 6 or 7 years ago. Which is not true. Uh, it's scary. It's like 13. Yeah. Most of my childhood, I've kind of, like, blocked out. Not for, like, any real reason, more just, like, I forgot everything that happened. No, I'm the same way. But, like, it, it, everything just kind of feels distant and, un, like, unassociated with me as a person, and I didn't get a Wii until I was in high school, so it's kind of more of a high school memory than it is. I did get the, I did get the Wii, like, a year or two after it came yeah. out, because, I, I mean, if we're gonna go back and wax nostalgic. Remember when the Wii came out and you just couldn't get a Wii? Yes. yes. My grandma like, got one somehow. Yeah, only only grandparents <laughs> got the Wii. They only sold them to grandparents, guys. Like, I don't understand how all these grandparents were, like, in on it day one. <laughs> like, they saw this thing and it's like, we have to have this. Yeah, absolutely. We need it. I need Wii bowling. <laughs> I gotta get my turkeys up. I just realized that it has been a not quite ten years since I since my family got a Wii, but it's been about nine years, and this December it'll be ten years, and I'm like, oh, cool. Mario Galaxy is going through a period where people are like, but was Mario Galaxy actually good? And I'm like, I can't, I can't listen to you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because Mario Galaxy blew my mind when yeah, I was at the time in 2007. There's so much. I don't remember how how old was I in 2007. I would have been seven plus 
four is 11. 11. I would have been like, yeah, 10, 11, 12. That game blew my mind. You can fly around planets. It's so neat. It's pretty neat. I was just real excited to play the Wii Sports games. Yeah. With my cousins. That's what I was used to play. And my aunt and my mom. Because it was the funniest thing. And then, like, Rock Band came out, and there are, on my mom's side, there are, like, four of us, like, four cousins. And so we all had, like, we could all do something. That's, like, the most fun thing. I, I really did like the Wii. I have a lot of good memories with it, but, like, all of them are gone because my memory is just here or not. <laughs> is Rock Band still a thing? That's yeah. Great I feel question. like it's not. I mean, kind of, I guess. Like, it was, but remember when it was, like, a thing? Yeah. Like, you could go to bar, like, bars would have, like, rock band nights in place of karaoke nights, where, like, people would get on stage and, like, play rock band songs. They still have that night fest. I go to a bar like that. They do, but it, like, <laughs> it was, like, this really universal <laughs> thing where, like, everybody had, like, done a rock band at some point. Even though it cost, like, you had to get all this extra stuff. I think we still have some. I think we, like, bought a, like, a, a set off of somebody, and so we had all of the things. I couldn't do the drums. I that's the only I thing I could do the drums. That was yeah, I tried so hard. I was really good at easy mode on the drums and the guitar. And then singing, I was just like I know this song, but I'm not going to sing it the way they want me to. So I, I always could do messed medium it up. guitar. But I couldn't do it where you had to move your hand. I could do I could do four buttons. But I couldn't I couldn't get that orange button in there. No, I could I could do maybe three buttons cuz I'm yeah. Somebody freaking broke my drum set. What? I don't know who it was, but one of my sisters like literally well, broke it. Well, you gotta it. find him now. I'm you gotta find really him now. Be like, hey, what the heck? Nothing is safe. Remember, remember when they made DS Rock Band? Okay, no? I was just about to bring that up, and I was so good at that. I you had did it? not even know that was a thing. It was uh, it was in commercials it was for incredible. like a million years. I don't my remember grandpa that got it thing. for me for Christmas one year. It was amazing. You, Anna. Anna, yes. Anna, Anna, Anna. Hi. Anna. Yes, it's me. Jeez. You have to tell me about this video game right now. <laughs> okay, so it... Oh my god. Okay, it. so I got it in, like, eighth grade. And it had a plug-in where you held your... Like, you know how you held your DS? Like, when you wanted to open... Like, when you were opening it like it was a book? That's how you held it? Yeah, when you did that. The, all the times that you would there do that. You like never did way. this. Bruh. <laughs> You would never open it horizontally. Bruh. There are some games that I play that did that, okay? <laughs> one of them being one of them being Guitar Hero. I'm pretty sure like some of the uh Oh the yeah, the brain age. Yeah, game. the brain yeah. age game. Yeah. That's what I meant. And Style Savvy, I which I feel like I'm the only one who played those games. <laughs> um but style oh. the first style savvy had you do that. Um but you would plug it in to where you would plug in the uh like if you wanted to play an ST an advanced game and mm -hmm. then you would put the put the con you would put the cartridge in and then you would slip your hand onto the uh thing you plugged into the advanced slot and you would just it it was like guitar hero except just on your ds and you would it only had four buttons it had like the four buttons you would use up to medium and i got really good at it because it was like real easy because you were only using four fingers instead of trying to use five and it came with like a pick strum? It, it came with like a pick stylus 
It was great. That's oh my gosh, crazy. it was the best game. But like, what did you do with the pick stylus? You used it for that game only and then never again. But like, how? You just strummed. Uh, but like, how? Like, okay, so you hold it with your right hand or your left hand? It depends on, it does have an option for left-handed if you're left-handed. I'm not exactly... Okay, say if you're right-handed, okay. what, which hand would you hold it with? With your right hand. Okay, so you'd hold it with your right hand. I mean, right, left, like left, sorry, right left hand. hand, left hand, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're with your left hand. Yes. And then you'd hold the pick... With your right hand. And you, With your right hand, yep. and you'd just, like, wag, wave it across the touch screen? You would, yeah, you would just, like, you would... would that block be... the view? I'm trying to do this right now. And, like, wouldn't you have to hold your hand? Like, I'm holding my you hand... You have to get so good. <laughs> You have to get good, Joe. Wait, is the touch screen on? Get good. The touch screen is on the right. Is on the right. The screen okay, is on the left. Sense. I guess you just don't look at your fingers. Yeah, you don't look at your fingers. But like, I don't understand. <laughs> this is not how you play a guitar. It's amazing. It's a DS. I was so good I'm at holding it. My hands I got like the this, world tour most... version. My sister had like the first version. I mean, the it's decades the most version. Most unnatural position. And I've played Kid Icarus Uprising, yeah. and this is the that most unnatural position for me to hold my hands for a video game that I've ever seen. I so, love Kid Icarus. It was amazing, and um, I the the best memory I have of it is playing it during like the day that I got it, because we had like two Christmases when we went to visit my mom's parents. And so, like, just playing it in the corner on my grandpa's chair, just like, haha, this is the best thing ever. And then also playing it during, like, play practices, because they made you participate in the play in 7th and 8th grade. <laughs> they made you? Yeah, no, they made you. Like, yep. hey, you're doing this. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm doing this. All right. There were three of us in my 8th grade troop in high school. Oh, no, they absolutely were just like, hey, you're all doing it. And we're like, oh, I guess we're... Like, no one questioned it. Because <laughs> it was a Catholic school, and no one questions anything in Catholic school. Fair enough. As a completely Catholic school graduate. Same. Um, but it was it was a really fun game. I really liked it. And, like, I got really good at it because it came with, like, I don't want to say achievements, but it, like, unlockables. Where you could unlock, like, a guitar or, a, like, a guitar player if you beat, like, something on hard or something. And I, got, I just got really good at it and I liked it a lot. It's just a fun game. Thank you for sharing, Anna. I feel like there's this hole in my heart that's been filled. Wow. <laughs> I can rest easy now knowing about this video game that I saw so much of. <laughs> Never got. So much. It was a lot of fun. Um, but going back to my original question, I really just wanted to, to talk about Deponia and how I'm happy it's coming out on Switch because this is around <laughs> the time where I played Deponia for the first time and I'm kind of just like, I oh, guess yeah. spring? Is spring really... Deponia gives me a very fall feel. So, the thing is, is that the the only reason I started play The only reason I played Deponia was because my boyfriend got me Night of the Rabbit for Christmas, and I didn't play it until that following spring break. And then I played the Night of the Rabbit, and I was like, oh yeah, Paul wrote a review of Deponia, which is released by the same studio. So I bought all the Deponia games. So I played it all during my spring break that year. Mm. So it just, that and like Night in the Woods, which came out about two years ago now, I played, is another game I played over a spring break. Night in the Woods also has a very fall feel to me. Well, that's because it takes place in fall. Yeah, that one I felt, yeah. Yeah. 
I have I haven't played Night in Woods, but I, that's what I recall. Yeah, it takes place every like fall. I'm just like I'm gonna play Night in the Woods because it actually takes place in fall, and I'm like, nope, I'm playing it in spring, because <laughs> that's kind of the phase I'm going through right now is where I'm just like, oh, it's it's not quite spring yet, but I kind of want to play all these adventure games right now, because that's when I played them for the first time. It's a new year with new adventures on the horizon. Except they're old adventures because they've been out for at least 10 years. Some and of them. you've played them all multiple yep. times. <laughs> you know what's fun? I'm Life trying to games. think of a game like that. I honestly don't think I have one. Really? No, not that I can think <laughs> of. Well, uh, get one? <laughs> get one. I play too many, like, new games. Like, I'm always playing something different. Yeah, and that's so- not a bad thing. I don't really have a game that I feel like I want to replay at a certain time of the year, no. Not that I could think of right now. Maybe I'll think of something later, but... Yeah, I don't replay a lot of games. I think, like, there's a couple exceptions, like Mega Man games, um, and, uh, a couple Mario games. But for the most part, I don't really replay anything with a significant time sink in it. I... I think I just... I don't know. I... I, I am not, like always a very sentimental person but when it comes to some video games i am very sentimental especially Mm -hmm. if it's like something that really like struck a chord with me well those are also very narrative games too so like it's kind of like reading a book again yeah which i also don't do a lot but like i can see the appeal there where it would be different yeah i that's how i felt with 2064 too because i also that's another one that i ended up playing over a spring break where are all the why are all these adventure games happening? They're not coming out in spring, but I just decided to play them in the spring. Because you have a break to play there. Yeah. And now <laughs> I just probably I'm it. not in college anymore. And I just play I just don't play video games anymore. Speaking of not playing video games anymore, what video games have you <laughs> played? Uh Tetris Battle? I Diana, we haven't heard from you in a in a while. Have you have you had any fun video game adventures since the last time you were on? Let's see. Last time I was on was September. So since then, I or probably October, honestly. I don't remember. Somewhere in last fall. I've been playing Danganronpa for the channel for my channel, which I finished. Uh that was great fun. Real crazy. Would recommend. Since then I have gotten I got Skyrim for Christmas for the Switch. So I've been playing that a lot. Skyrim's on Christmas now? Man, they got it on everything. <laughs> it's great. I love it. It's glitchy as all hell on the Switch, but it's it's oh, fun. Wow. Diana with the Skyrim hot takes. Oh, it's it's incredibly glitchy for me sometimes, <laughs> but the sound <laughs> is not great. Uh, and I have quests that I can't get rid of because I can't complete them anymore because I've done other quests and they won't go away. Um, oh, which annoys my tendency to clean everything greatly. But it's cool. And then I think the big one, probably, is that I got Persona 5 for Christmas. And I've been playing Persona, and I love it a lot. What is Persona? Because, like, I've had people explain it before, but I still don't get it. It's kind of really hard to explain, so that's probably why. But basically... Can I take a shot? As someone else who hasn't played Persona, can I take a shot? Yes! Oh, please. Please do. I'll tell you how accurate you are. Okay, so this is... At least Persona 5, I think this also applies to other Persona games. But, basically, it's in, it's half RPG, half dating simulator yeah. with, like, you know, have you ever seen those, like, slice-of-life dating simulators yes. where, like, 
You do things answers, that yeah. like make your smarts yeah. better and make your buff better, Absolutely. right? So it's like half an art uh, JRPG and half that. Okay, that sounds about right. And those honestly. mechanics, those mechanics intertwine, and then so like you spend most of your time in the like slice of life sections, buffing your stats, buying items, doing things. The better relationships you have with characters, you unlock different things with, and it's also about time management because like days. Will oh pass. yes, it is. And those will, those will like have impacts on what you do. Um, but like in the gameplay, what you do when you're in the JRPG, you go into a person's brain and you fight uh, metaphors of their inner demons. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's what the enemies are. That's a good enough explanation. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Psychonauts in terms of like the themes of it, where like the they have like. A dungeon in their brain. I think it's usually called a palace. It's, yeah, it's a maybe. palace. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's like a dungeon in that like it's a level that you play through, and there's enemies in there. But the level is like so like if there's a guy who's like, gosh, can you give an example of one of like the relationships between like someone's palace, like how they see themselves, and like yeah, how well, that, the like, first palace is a teacher who sees himself as like lording over his students, like he basically physically and mentally abuses them so his palace is the school but it looks like in the metaverse which is like where you go to fight it it looks like a castle and he's like the king of the castle because he sees everyone is underneath him it's really cool i i don't know like i saw it on nintendo capri sun's stream and i just immediately fell in love like i knew that i needed it also it has a character voice by matthew mercer that was also a strong draw also, all the characters have personas. Yes. Um, that you get by ripping a mask off of your face, and it's apparently very painful. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And it's kind of like I haven't watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but I imagine it's kind of how that works, where you've got like a super powered person that's associated with you that does super powered things, and they have like moves, but then the main character can uh enlist the help of enemies that they've defeated to be so like every most of the characters aside from the main character just have a persona that is like theirs and that's what they do and like some of them are healers but then like the main character can be have personas based on all sorts of enemies and so like that that like is incorporated into the strategy of it yeah basically it's just i don't know what it is about it that's so addicting but it's so much and so what you do what you do is you go into the brains of bad people and you uh, change their brain to no longer be bad it's people. It's their heart. Could you? And and it's never the moral dubiousness of this is never questioned. Uh, that's <laughs> objectively just... false. Mm, I'm pretty. It's not really We're like it's questioned. It's oh, never... moral dubiousness. <laughs> is it addressed? It's not. It maybe it's brought up, but it's never like. In a way that ever actually stops them from doing anything or has consequences. Well, okay, take this with a grain of salt because I haven't finished the game yet. Um, I'm only mm-hmm. maybe I'm less than halfway through, I think, and I've been playing this for like a hundred hours. Where I'm at right now, before I started this palace that I just completed the other day, it did seem like they were questioning it a little bit. It's not really so much about the morality that they question. It's just about whether it's just that they do it the way that they do it. They they yeah, question like, the concept of justice and if they're really 
which I mean, of course, me being me, freaking love that. Right. Then Yusuke was like, they we two should take yeah. our own justice. And I was like, Yusuke, we're going to have to break up. Like, <laughs> we're done. I, 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 I kind of misspoke. It's not that they don't address it, like, in the text, but, like, in the gameplay, it's never really... It, 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 like, always works out. Like, even if, like, some bad things happen, the game seems to take the very hard line stance that what you're doing is always good. Oh, it's a freaking video game. Like, I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, they they make you aware of the consequences if you mess up. That's different. I'm not talking about, like, the risk involved to the people doing it. I'm talking about, like, every single time you change a person's brain, it's always for the better. It's their heart. Mm. Well, okay. Is it, though? Is it, though? Okay. First of all. It's, it's like changing cognition, I guess, which is a brain, but they call it changing hearts. Mm-hmm. And right. I, I just They're did wrong. that in air quotes. I realized you couldn't see me. Um, <laughs> wait, I had another point. That's not how hearts work. But now I forgot it. Oh, well, th- I mean, I don't know if this also exactly addresses what you're saying, because I'm a little bit confused. But the only people that form palaces at all are people that have such a warped view of reality that they can form a complete palace. That's the point. And then everyone else who, you know, might just be a little bad. According to who, though? Has the, according to who? According to their subconscious, I suppose? No, I mean, who is the person who says, who, who says, oh, the reason this person has a palace is because they're objectively evil? It's not that they're objectively evil. It's that their view of reality is so warped, and those things just happen to align most of the time, is my understanding so far. Again, remember that I have—I know that there are four more palaces that I haven't done yet. So, up to where I'm at at this point in the game, it's what it seems like. But next time I'm on the podcast, maybe I'll have played more and I can answer this specifically. But... No, Diana, see, next time you're on the podcast, you'll be able to, you've played the whole game, and you'll know what you're talking about, so I won't want to argue with you anymore, because <laughs> well, I don't, know. I don't I mean, have a significant advantage. It's taken me, like, I have been playing this since December, and I am not even close. I'm maybe a third. Yeah, it's a very long game. I, I honestly doubt I'm even, I know that it ends sometime in March, in game time, and I'm in, like, June. Or July. Oh. <laughs> Which is great for me, because I get to keep playing it forever. But, I mean, I want to know. Like, I have a, a lot of the same questions that you do, and I think the game will answer them. But for now, that's what it seems like to me, because we've only gone after one criminal and two people that were just morally deficit. Like, just wrong. I know that after we finish recording, I think the very last the last recording we did of Valhalla, James was just like, I think you'd really like this game. And I completely forgot everything he told me about it the next day. Persona? Yeah, I think it was I Persona. I can see you very much enjoying it. Or yeah. it was Danganronpa. Knowing James, it was probably Danganronpa. Yeah, which is another thing I've been saying a lot of. I can see you enjoying both. Danganronpa is a fantastic game. I feel like, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but uh, I I would need somebody else to tell me what it's about before being like oh yeah sure because the last time someone was like oh i think you'd like this game i bought it and then i immediately was like no and it was a game that paul told me about too which i was like we 
pretty not like I don't want to say we have very similar tastes in games, but he I can usually trust him. What game was it? It was Steins Gate, and I think I dropped off of anime dating uh, sim yeah, type games at that point. Have you been playing any games recently, Anna? So um, I have been playing Tetris ninety nine a lot. Uh, I played Brawl a little bit, but that was only on the stream. And when I mentioned, you mean Ultimate? Ultimate Smash Ultimate. <laughs> we didn't go back oh and God. boot up our boot up our Wii's and play some competitive Brawl. <laughs> Guys, I never had Brawl. I don't know why I said Brawl. I long for the days of floaty characters. I'm, I've never played Brawl, so I don't know why I've said that one. I've been playing Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, and the only reason I've been playing that is because every character from the stream, the D&D stream that I like a lot, uh, its camera action is now in it, but it's honestly just a clicker game, and it's there's real, I literally just check up on it every Is that why it's day. called Idol Champions? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope so. Oh yeah, that's a fool. Because okay, my that. first thought was like, oh, it's, it means like Idol, like like a celebrity. No, it but... absolutely it's I D L E. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. At least they're upfront about yeah, it. Absolutely. It's a quicker game. Um but that and then I've been watching I've been watching a playthrough of the last game in the Ace Attorney trilogy. <gasps> Whose playthrough? Uh press buttons and talk. Okay. If anyone knows the guy who used to be on Vinyl, uh, Sungwon Cho or ProZD, uh, he and one of his friends have a gaming channel, and I've been watching the two of them. They're on a break right now, but uh, it's taking me back to playing it, and I never actually finished the last game, and it kind <gasps> of makes me want to play again. What? I, I watched all of Michael's uh, playthroughs, okay. so I know what happens and everything, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, I kind of want to go back and play it myself, but I just don't have the energy, or I don't feel like playing it. Also, like, in the last few hours, I've been, like, opening a bunch of games and being like, do I really want to play this right now? Like, two hours before the podcast, or like, 20 minutes before the podcast, I'm thinking no, I don't. Answer, yes. Always. <laughs> but, like... Oh, I was playing Tetris 99. Oh, no, I definitely saw you. before the podcast. <laughs> I saw you you're playing Tetris 99 during the podcast, yes, I'm, Anna. I'm playing Skyrim right now. Don't pretend like you have any... any. But um, I do this I, every time. Am I the only one who has any restraint here? I do this every time I'm on the podcast. Why I, are I'm you not surprised? doing anything right now. I'm not doing anything right now. I'm not right surprised. Now. I'm just disappointed. Uh-huh. Okay, good thing I don't mind. <laughs> but, um, there are just a bunch of games that I want to play, but like honestly, I just don't have the energy or like the drive to do anything lately. So like playing video games is honestly like on the back burner back burner and i just and they're all games that i want to replay too and it's just really sad that makes sense i just want to play video games again joe what games have you been playing so remember last podcast where i was like i'm super hype about wargroove and it's coming out the next day yeah how is it it's very good i've been playing a lot of it um i went through the whole campaign and it's a lot of fun i mean it's very much like and I don't think it, they pretend to, it's very much like they took the baseline of Advance Wars and like tried to build it. Cause you can see a lot of the parallels with like how they design their units. And it definitely feels a lot like, um, this is a, this is, we started with this basic idea from Advance Wars and we tried to expand on mm-hmm. it. Um, there's a lot of cool mechanics like instead of like in Fire Emblem, right? You have like the weapon, uh, circle yeah. or something. Like you have like spears, beats, Swords. I don't remember what it is. Spears beat swords, and swords beat lances. Axes. 
axes. axes beat spears. Lances and spears are probably the same. They thing. are. Um, I got you. And then axes beat everything. Uh, no. No, um, axes just beat spears. Uh, it's but... a circle. It's actually a triangle. <laughs> but um, and doesn't ma- there's also magic though? How does magic? It kind of beats everything, but it's not as strong as you know, like an advantage. I see. Anyway, instead of like. I mean, and there are certain things where, like, certain enemies are, like, uh, the pikemen are good against horses and stuff like that. But then there's also, like, different enemies have, like, parts where they'll get critical hits based on, like, certain things. So, like, the soldier, the basic soldiers are stronger if they're standing right next to your commander unit. Mm. Um, okay. The pikemen are stronger if they're standing next to another pikeman. The dogs are stronger if there's another dog adjacent to the enemy that they're attacking. The mages are better if they're in a tile that gives them three or more defense, so if they're in the forest or the mountains. Uh, The horses get a critical hit if they use their full movement to get to the space before they attack. Ooh, Um, this is a lot of There's lots of cool stuff like that, and it it really makes you think about, like, positioning. Like, you want to, like, the horses are pretty powerful units, but they're even stronger if you keep them in your back line and then have them attack. But then, like, you might have less options of where you can attack them. And I think they also, they have flying units, which I think they, because, like, in Advanced Wars, flying units were basically just, like, they would always pretty much trump ground units. But here, flying units are integrated pretty well into into the game, I feel like. Um, it feels kind of balanced where, like, you would want some flying units, but not a million flying units. Mm-hmm. And then boats are still, boats are still really slow. And I don't know, I think, I feel like naval combat is just going to be like that. The way I win all of the naval combat encounters is I make a million turtles. <laughs> that sounds, this enemy, sounds like my kind of a, game. <laughs> that's a turtle. And it can just, like... It's weak to one of the ships, but it's strong against all the other units, and it's cheaper, significantly cheaper, and way more mobile. So you can just build a million turtles, and you just eventually overwhelm your opponent. With um, turtles. With turtles. <laughs> that yes. sounds awesome. That's a good game. The other cool game. thing is that you have your commander unit, and like you, can, you lose either if your commander unit dies, or if your base is... Uh, is destroyed. So there's two ways you can do it. That can be very frustrating because sometimes, like, your commander is just there and all of a sudden you didn't realize that, like, every single ranged unit has sights on your commander Mm. and then also the the enemy has a superpower where they just make a dragon appear. Oh, shoot. And the dragon breathes fire on your commander and is just dead and like, oh, well, I lost all that time. This sounds like a Fire Emblem problem. (laughs) The arcade mode can be kind of frustrating because, like, you have to beat five people in a row. And if you want to get all the stars, you have to do hard mode Ugh. where the where the opponent gets twice as much money per no. uh, per house or ha- not house per town that they capture. No. So they can just throw dragons at you constantly. <laughs> and, it's, and I feel like there's just some map. There's some maps. Pretty much any map that has air units is pretty broken. All the maps that have ground units, if there's only a couple houses, or not, I always say houses, it's not Monopoly. <laughs> um, it's only If there's only a couple villages, or if it's mostly ground units, usually it's fine. One of the things I do like about Wargroove um, is that in one of the problems with Advanced Wars, I feel like, is that you would have, like, 
four bases, and so you would just have a million units to deal with at all time. Most maps in Wargroove have, like, two bases where you can build units, or if it has more, they're, like, progressive. So, like, you start out with a base somewhere in the map, and then as you're making progress, you can get other bases, but then your old bases are going to be far enough away that it's not going to be as worth it to build units there, and you'll be better off saving your money to just build more powerful units at this one base. That makes sense. In Advanced Wars, what you could do is you could just build a bunch of cheap units constantly, and it was, even if you didn't win, it was very slow, and it was usually the best strategy. But yeah, I haven't done a whole lot of the online content. Um, There's not, like, you can't really just jump into a game (laughs) online because it's a tactics game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But if anybody gets it, I definitely love to do it on stream with people. And you can also do it, like, I think you can do it, like, where everybody just takes it. You know when you're playing, like, Words with Friends on mobile and you just take your turn and then you wait for the other person to do it, but there's no, like, time limit on it? Yeah. I think you can do that. Oh. So, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I also, uh, there are two new games that came out on the uh, Nintendo Switch Online NES thing, and one of them was Kirby's Adventure, and I've been (laughs) playing through that. It's it's fun, but it's also weird to like be in a situation where the controls haven't been s- completely refined yet. Like one of the things that I always forget is that you can't you have to hit up to like inflate, not jump. Once you are inflated as Kirby, you can press the A button to like ascend. But so a lot of the time I'll jump over a pit, press A, realize that that does not make me float. No. <laughs> and then I just die before I press up in time. Oh no. Um the control is also a little clunky, which, just based on what I've been used to having played. You know, I think the first Kirby games I really got into were Squeak Squad and Superstar Ultra. So, like, they had really defined the games by then. Kirby Squeak Squad is still, like, in my top Kirby games. I'd have to recategorize them, I think, now that mm. I've played more. But Squeak Squad is underrated, in my opinion. But we won't get into that. <laughs> Well, I, that's all the video games we have to talk about today. <laughs> that's all the video Join games ever. The, that's all the video games. That's, that's all, all the video games. Join us more, next guys. month. <laughs> we finally caught up on video games, and now we can only talk about the new video games because we've talked about all the old video games already. <laughs> So join us next month when we actually probably talk about the new Pokemon reveal, if it was worth talking about. If it, if it, if it isn't just like, hey guys, uh, we put... We put Geodude in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Thanks for waking up uh, at 9 a.m. Or 6 a.m. Diana. Oh, I am not going to be awake. Twitter's going to catch me up. Oh, yeah. I'm not waking up at <laughs> 9 a.m. tomorrow morning for that. I think I have to for something else anyway. So. <laughs> we'll oh, see. then you're fine. Um, yeah. But we'll we'll, talk, we'll talk about. We'll probably talk about that next month. Um, and any other cool gaming things. So thanks for listening to this edition of the Game Cola Podcast. Uh, if you like what you heard, be sure to, and you want to hear those Pokemon updates when they happen, because we're so timely, mm-hmm. um, you can uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and just search Game Cola and you'll find us, and you can talk to Anna. She's very nice, social media trash queen. <laughs> Am I back? <laughs> um, you can also check us out on our actual internet website, GameCola.net. 
for our YouTube channel, GC.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, and the word net, um, for our video game playthroughs, and also podcast is uploaded there. Um, if you like our podcast, you can check out our other podcasts on iTunes, along with this podcast, the GCPC, the hashtag, what, the hashtag? The hashtag GCPC, hashtag the GCPC. It's hashtag the GCPC <laughs> on Twitter. Um, you can also find hashtag GCRPGcast. Right now we're playing Secret of Mana. I'm a Sprite, Anna is OP. <laughs> I play Harper, she has a six pack and 100 charisma. She's <laughs> so, the um, best. Also, old episodes of Hacks and Slash, where we read video game fanfiction of questionable quality. You can also check us out on Twitch. We've done a couple streams uh, recently, and hopefully we'll get back into that. Um, it's been fun playing Tetris and Smash Brothers. <laughs> we need to have we need to have a game called Everybody Fights Each Other in Smash Brothers. Oh at God, some point. can we? Yeah, not? I'm terrible. Me too. Anna said the though. same thing, but she beat me multiple times. Oh, well, yeah. you beat me more times, so. Yeah, Doesn't but matter. like you weren't terrible. That's true. It was comp. We were I'm of comparable okay. skills. Oh, really? I'm, I'm pretty okay at Smash. People, un- I feel like people undersell their Smash skills a lot because it- there's every group. Every group <laughs> of friends has that one person who's like amazing at Smash, what? and everybody compares themselves to them, even though most people are of a different skill. They're, They're having always a, lose um, to that one a person. video game day tomorrow at the law school to promote Unity. AKA, we have midterms this week, and everyone's dying. So, uh, I'm gonna go play tomorrow. See if I can kick some butt. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Game Cola Podcast. Have a wonderful (laughs) time of day, wherever it is, whenever it is that you're listening to this, and we'll see you next month. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye! There, now I can edit that in. It was like no swears ever happened. You're not Pikachu, Diana. I can curse if I want to. I think I've sworn at least once. I've been trying not to, but...